Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery, and as that closing bell sounds, it finds a Dow Industrial Average down six points at 17,495. S&P 500 down four points at 2,048. NASDAQ down four points at 4,765. Well, it was an up and down day on Wall Street. Stocks fluctuating as investors await more clarity on the timing of the Federal Reserve's next in- increase in interest rates and the outlook for inflation. Hugh Johnson, chairman at Hugh Johnson Advisors, says stocks won't know where to go until after next month's Fed policy meeting. Everybody's looking for direction, and I think the focus is primarily on what's the Federal Reserve going to do in the month of June. I think there's a very strong belief that the Federal Reserve is likely to raise interest rates in June. We check the markets every 15 minutes. Oil dropped for a fourth day, the longest stretch of declines in more than a month. Producers in Canada work to resume operations after wildfires, and Iran continued to increase its exports. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil currently down 25 cents a barrel, half a percent to 48.16. Spot gold down $2.80 a ounce to 12.50.10. Ten-year Treasury up 132nd with a yield of 1.83 percent. Among today's top business stories, Bear is offering $62 billion to buy Monsanto, deepening investor concern that it will strain its finances. Bear's stock dropped as much as 6 percent in German trading, extending losses since the potential deal was first revealed. Buying Monsanto will would allow Bearer to tap into growing demand at a time when farmers must boost productivity to feed an estimated 10 billion people globally by 2050. Monsanto shares up 4.4% a day to 105.99. The SEC is said to be investigating whether Deutsche Bank inflated the value of securities in its mortgage bond trading businesses and masked losses through 2013. That's according to people with knowledge of the matter. And General Electric has agreed to take part in $3 billion of Saudi Arabia investments as the Desert Kingdom seeks to diversify its economy away from crude oil. And now let's get an update on some of the other stories that we're following on Bloomberg Radio today. Catherine, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. In Baltimore, a verdict today in connection with the arrest of Freddie Gray. Not guilty on all charges. That is the decision from Baltimore Circuit Judge Barry Williams in the trial of Officer Edward Nero. He was facing assault, reckless endangerment, and misconduct in office charges for the arrest that ended in Gray's death last year. One other officer, Garrett Miller, is facing the exact same charges. He actually testified for the prosecution in Nero's trial before his own in July. This verdict, though, deals another serious blow to prosecutors. The first trial over Freddie Gray's death for Officer William Porter ended in a hung jury. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. President Obama is in Vietnam, where he met in Hanoi with the country's president. Mr. Obama credited veterans of the Vietnam War with helping to bring the two countries together. I especially want to thank all those who served both our countries decades ago and then took on one last mission, and that was the mission to help our nations reconcile. The president today lifted the U.S. embargo on weapons sales to Vietnam. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand says sexual misconduct is still a destructive force in the armed services and military communities. She's issued a new report urging Congress to take more aggressive steps to combat the problem. The New York Democrat examined files from 329 sexual assault cases that occurred in 2014 at bases in the U.S. She says she found what she calls a troubling command culture that seemed to favor closing cases over pursuing justice. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Catherine? Thank you. And now let's check the benchmarks as they begin to settle. The Dow Industrial Average down 8 points to 17,492. S&P 500 down 4 points to 2,048. The Nasdaq down 4 points to 4,765. And Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Pershing's Insight 2016, the must-attend event for advisors, less than two weeks away, June 7th through the 9th. If you haven't registered, you still can. Visit Insight2016.com. That's I-N-S-I-T-E 2016.com. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. That was called Movers and Shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. We're live today at Invested 16, The Power of Big Ideas. It's a BNY Mellon Klein conference at Dove Mountain, 30 miles from Tucson, Arizona. Well, Dave Wilson is back at Bloomberg World Headquarters in New York City. We're kicking off Movers and Shakers, and as we do, just want to give you the breakdown in terms of the S&P 500 winners and losers. 186 issues closing higher, 314 closing lower, 5 unchanged. So, Dave, what are you looking at? Well, the two best performers in the S&P 500 have a couple things in common. One is that they both fit into the materials category, and two is that their shares rose 4.4% on the day. One of them's Monsanto. We found out that an unsolicited takeover offer from Germany's buyer valued the seed and farm chemical producer at $62 billion or $122 a share. Monsanto closing at $106 today after uh, rising that 4.4%. The other is a fertilizer producer, CF Industries Holdings. Now, they had planned to buy a Dutch rival, OCI, for $5.4 billion. They backed out of the deal as a result of tax law changes here in the U.S. that made it uh, impractical for them to proceed. Uh, it would have been a case of a tax inversion where CF, in essence, moved its legal headquarters overseas in order to cut its tax bills. And that's exactly what the laws were designed to uh, prevent in some cases, or at least impede. So CF backing away from that deal. And as I mentioned, uh, rising 4.4%, as did Monsanto. Shares of Apple today higher by about one and a quarter percent. This comes after a report in Taiwan's Economic Daily that Apple's suppliers have been asked to make more iPhone 7s than previously estimated. They said that Apple asked suppliers to produce between 72 and 78 million iPhone 7s by the end of the year. That is higher than Wall Street analyst estimates of 65 million. The shares of Skyworks Solutions as well as Corvo both gaining a little bit more than uh, 1.5% today on this news. Once again, shares of Apple higher today by one and a quarter percent Just want to take a look at Coca-Cola. Uh, a little bit of pressure earlier on the stock, but it's uh, closing up a couple of pennies at $43.97 in spite of it. 
It is stopping production of, well, Coca-Cola, sugar-sweetened beverages in Venezuela. There's a lack of raw materials in this very cash-strapped, very turbulent economy country. And soft drinks, of course, are just one of the latest of uh, products to join this long line where production has already been halted. Uh, a Coca-Cola spokeswoman saying in an email today that uh, sugar suppliers in Venezuela have informed us that they will temporarily seize operations, and the company is talking with suppliers, government authorities, and others to work on a solution. We're going to be talking about Coca-Cola and more broadly what's happening with commodities producers in Venezuela later in the program. Want to mention the worst performer on the day in the S&P 500. It's an industrial company called Roper Technologies, and it became a target for a short-selling research firm off Wall Street Consulting Group. They came out and said they're looking for the stock to drop to $118, down 36% from last week's close. They're talking about slower revenue growth in one of their main business units and possibly another one coming up short of the company's own forecast in terms of growth. You put that together, and Roper Technologies, the ticker ROP on the stock, falling 5.7% on the day. All right, let me tell you about the VIX today moving higher. And uh, this is, of course, the Volatility Index Report brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Now, the VIX are higher today, as I said, um, up about. About, uh, let's take a look, um, 3.8%, just moves higher on the close, 3.8%, an increase of 0.58, settling at uh, 15.78. And, you know, the, looking at the VIX uh, performance over the last uh, couple of sessions and beginning in, in this session, you have to take note that the VIX has really been subdued all through the year and that that is an indication of complacency, and it means also that futures on the VIX are less expensive than they normally would be. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Mr. Wilson! K-L-X, Dave Wilson, apparently uh, first quarter disappointment. Absolutely. Now, this is a company that distributes aircraft parts and provides services to oil and gas producers. The aerospace unit accounts for about 90% of the company's revenue and all of its earnings as lower oil and gas prices have hurt the energy business. KLX gained independence in December 2014 from BE Aerospace, which spun off the company after coming under pressure from the activist fund Relational Investors. It's listed under the ticker symbol KLXI. Now, KLX shares initially traded in the mid-40s. They slid to $30.79 last year as the company reduced its value of its oil services business and hit bottom at $25.33 in February. While KLX rebounded in the past three months, the recovery was set back today after those fiscal first quarter results were released. Revenue was lower than analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey, and the company said falling demand from military and business jet customers will hurt sales in its second quarter. Now, shares of KLX suffered their second biggest loss since the company went public. They dropped 14% on the day. The only decline that was steeper occurred back in November when uh, the shares fell almost 18%. 
Thank you very much, uh, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. Uh, appreciate your look at today's Stock of the Day. We are broadcasting live from the Invested 16, the power of big ideas, BNY Mellon's client conference in Tucson, Arizona. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes. Looking at today's close, S&P 500 down about two-tenths of a percent, settling at 2,048. This is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Cone Resnick. Look ahead, gain insight, imagine more. Get forward-thinking advice can help turn business possibilities into business opportunities. Find out more at ConeResnick.com.